Well, hello there, my friend. My name's Jonathan Doyle. Welcome aboard to the Catholic Teacher Daily Podcast. I'm pleased you are here. I hope we get to meet. I have the great pleasure of traveling all around the world to speak to Catholic teachers, leaders, educators all over this little planet of ours. So I hope we get to meet in person sometime. If I ever get to an event, please make sure you come up and say hello. Say, Jonathan, I've been listening to your podcast. I really appreciate it. It'd be great to meet you. So please make sure you subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. It does make a big difference. I would greatly appreciate that. So please hit that subscribe button. And there is a whole bunch of links under here. You can find the YouTube channel. You can book me to come and speak at your school. If you're in leadership, you can book me for private coaching on leadership strategy, the business aspects of education. It is all there to do. So go and check out those links. I have been enjoying the last few days. I have been sharing some really powerful quotes from some of the great saints. And I love doing this every day. I just love sharing a little bit of inspiration, encouragement for you today. And today has an interesting title. Today's episode is called Why Catholic Teachers Will Not Need a Mirror in Heaven. I know you woke up this morning thinking to yourself, gosh, I wonder if I'm ever going to need a mirror in heaven. Well, good news. You've come to exactly the right podcast. I'm going to be able to answer this for you. And I'm going to do it by sharing a great, great, a great, a great quote from Father Donald Haggerty. He says this, There are no mirrors in heaven, nor, for that matter, in the possession of those who love God with intensity in this life. Listen to it again. There are no mirrors in heaven, nor, for that matter, in the possession of those who love God with intensity in this life. Why are there no mirrors in heaven? Because we will have no need to look at ourselves. Our gaze in heaven will be fixed upon the beatific vision. And I've always struggled with that because I thought, wouldn't, wouldn't we eventually get bored of it? Like, maybe after like, I don't know be after a billion years like he'd be like it's, it's a pretty good beatific vision but we have been here a long time well firstly time isn't going to be the same as it is now in heaven right because god is the author of time he's not subject to time so if we are in the presence of god then time will be irrelevant as such and what the magisterium teaches us the fathers of the church is that the the vision of god is the completeness of the human person. So whatever it's going to be like, you know, we are going to be rather, rather rather engaged. Let's just put it like that. So there will be no need for mirrors. There'll be no need to check our appearance. There will be no need to wonder what we look like and are we okay and do we look okay? We won't have that need. And then Father Haggerty, he goes on to say that, uh, you know, that there won't need, there's no need for mirrors for any of us who in this life love God with great intensity. What does he mean by that? He said that for those of us that learn to really love God with intensity, the metaphor is that we kind of lose the focus on needing a mirror because we lose the focus on self. We lose the focus on self. So I'm going to give you two quick points. One is I say on almost every episode that we are a culture utterly obsessed with self, right? Uh, the social media stuff, especially around Instagram, and TikTok, because I still work with a lot of young people, is this relentless focus upon look at me, look at me, see me, look at how special and wonderful and unique and dynamic and pretty and stunning and perfect I am, look at me, <laughs> right? And the juxtaposition, the inversion, of course, is that in heaven or in the Christian life, we're, we're not looking, we're not demanding everyone look at us. Our, our task is to point in the other direction. Our task is to say, you know, look over here, 
this is where the answer lies. The answer is over here. And perhaps we could even say people need to look through us, right, to see something unique in us. And the second point, you know, the first point is really the cultural obsession with self, but the second point is that the most extraordinary people that we admire tend to have figured this part out. They tend to be people who have a relentless focus on the other. You know, why has Mother Teresa been such an influential figure in history, right? Why has Mother Teresa just been such an important person? Well, it's because the entire vector of her life, the entire disposition of her existence was focused upon serving the poor, but she would tell you herself that she was serving Christ through the poor. So she didn't need a mirror. Do you think, you know, she got up each day, you know, wondering if she was going to be Insta-famous, right? Did, did she get up each day wondering which filter she needed to use on the next photograph or, you know, or her next PR op? Of course she didn't. Her life was about, it was an outward focus. It was an externalized focus on the needs of the least and in serving Christ through them. So what does it mean for us as Catholic educators? It means that, gosh, I'll tell you what, over the years I, I have seen people prepared to climb over the bodies of their own relatives to get promoted in Catholic education. And the especially here in my country, Australia, the careerism, the ambition... You know, just even recently, I just heard of one person who got promoted to a senior position who hadn't really set foot inside a church for, as far as anybody knew, decades. And then when applying for this position, they suddenly started going to their local church and applied for a position on the parish council. So, of course, they could put this on their resume. And then they got the job. So you can see that for me, as far as I'm concerned, that kind of careerist ambitionism, I don't don't know whether that's a word, (laughs) ambitionism, just became one, I'm claiming it, is not okay. Because the only, only possible reason you could want promotion in a Catholic school, there is only one, is because you want to serve more people. That's it. You know, there's a reason that one of the titles of the Pope is the Servant of the Servants of Christ. I always thought that was a boss title. The Servant of the Servants of Christ. Somebody who simply, his desire is to be a servant of those who serve. And, you know, Pope Benedict used to talk a lot about the hierarchy of service. You know, that that the church, people go, on, it's such a hierarchical, you know, patriarchal thing. I mean, really? You understand ecclesiology? Do you actually understand how it's structured? Yeah, we don't live it perfectly. No one in the church does, including the Pope. But the point is, there is a hierarchy of service. That's what it's meant to be like. You know, I'm meant to serve my children, and then, you know, my priest gets to serve me. And then the bishop gets to serve all the priests and all the people in the diocese. And then the archbishop gets to serve all the people in a metropolitan region or, or a larger diocese. And then cardinals, you know, the cardinale, the hinges, they get to serve the global church. And then the supreme pontiff, his, his lucky job is to serve all of the servants. So the further up you go in, 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 in Catholic leadership, the more you're serving. That's the point. It's an inversion. So, yeah, and I get that it's not always lived out perfectly, but if we hold that mindset that we don't need mirrors, that we don't need to be self-referential, that we don't need to be plotting and scheming our careers, but we just need to ask, how much more can I serve? And you know what? You want to know how you can be trusted? If you can be trusted to serve the smallest, the littlest, if you can just have a humble heart where all you want to do is, you know, serve and serve and serve and not burn yourself out. I'm not talking about being a doormat. 
I'm just saying constantly serve and care for people, then it's going to be okay. There's a great quote from Christine Kane, a Pentecostal pastor, and she's just brilliant. She said this, she goes, if God wants you, he knows where to find you. If God wants you, he knows where to find you. So if God wants to elevate you to a different position, that that's fine. He knows where you are. <laughs> he's got, he's, he's, he, he doesn't even need GPS. He knows where you are. So we don't need mirrors. We don't need this constant self-referential focus. We need to be different to the world that surrounds us. So as you go back into your classroom, as you go back into your school, just keep reminding yourself, I don't need a mirror. I just need to keep looking outwards. I just need to keep looking outwards. I just need to keep serving. I'm going to serve my students. I'm going to serve their families. I'm going to serve my staff. I'm going to serve my colleagues. I'm going to try and serve up and serve the leadership of my school. I'm going to keep serving and serving. Not burning out. Not being a doormat. Okay, we clear on that? It's just a disposition of heart. How can I serve? I don't know. This is helpful, but I, I watched an interview the other day with a guy called Nick Santana, Nick Santanatasso, I think. Now, he was born with no legs and only one arm and one finger on one hand of that one arm. And he's an incredible guy, just a motivational speaker. And he was talking about, you know, how people complain. He's a super motivational guy. And he's like, people complain, oh, I have to go to the gym. Oh, I have to make lunch for my kids. And he changes the word have to get. He's gone, how awesome is this? I get to go to the gym. How awesome is this? I get to serve my kids. I actually practiced this the other day. I had to, I, we were, look, we live in a very busy life like many of you between the business and the kids and all the things we do and the travel. And Karen was really busy and I just, I got home and I'm like, okay, I'm going to get dinner done. And I was tired. I've been, I had a huge few days of, of stuff that I was in doing and, and I'm peeling potatoes, right? One of the most <laughs> less fancy Instagrammable moments of the day. And I was there, I could, I could tell you my inner dialogue, I'm sick of tired and peeling potatoes and no one else ever does anything. You know, the standard, why do I have to peel potatoes? And I just suddenly remembered Nick's message and I went, how good is this? I get to peel potatoes. I get to serve my family. I've got two functional hands. And those that know you, me well know that I had a massive accident in 2019, almost died. And I've got big chunks of titanium through both of my wrists. And I'm like, how good is this? I still get to peel potatoes. I've still got fine motor skills. So I took the focus off myself and just focused back on, oh, cool, I get to peel potatoes to serve my kids. So we don't need mirrors in heaven. And you get to serve today. So God bless you, my friends. God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. Thank you for listening today. Be encouraged in what you're doing. Please make sure you have subscribed. And I'd love you to share this with some people. You know, think of a think of someone that uh, on your staff that really wouldn't like this message and just, you know, just, just do it once. Just go and send it to them. But anyway, maybe you should. Who knows? Share it with people. It's good stuff and it's a great blessing to people. And uh, go and check out all these links. If you'd like to book, book me to speak live, you can do that. It's all there. All right. God bless you, everybody. My name is Jonathan Doyle. This has been The Daily Message. And you can find me again right here tomorrow.